Hi, welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 194, brought to you the week of October 18th, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. This is my personal audio journal. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay right now, but today has been a rough one for me. I'll tell you, it's been the sleepiness, and this has been an issue for three weeks now. So what I did is I went back on the Seroquel and I started taking it around 6 p.m., which uh, knocks me out about 8 or 9 p.m. And then I sleep until I wake up and take Jay to school. But then I end up having to go back to sleep because I'm like, you know, altered. And and so my my next attempt, my my change that I want to make is I want to stop taking the Seroquel completely and then try to sleep without it, which puts me back to where I was before, which means I won't be falling asleep, but maybe I won't be as tired during the day because at least before I tried to treat it medically, I wasn't sleeping well, but I was more active and alert during the day. Cause what I'm finding is when I'm tired, I feel defeated and sad at the same time. So it's not a good, it's not a good thing today. I overcame a good bit of this feeling by remembering the halts thing that I talked about last week. You remember, uh, don't make major decisions or talk about major things when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or sick. And so I decided that's what I wasn't going to do. Cause I didn't want to do the show tomorrow. I, I didn't want to accomplish anything today. I didn't want to record this today. And so what I did is I just juggled some things around. Now, typically I work out before noon and I do my stretches and then I take a shower and I get ready to go pick up Jay and I do stuff and all this. And instead I have put off working out until after date night tonight and that'll work out fine. I have no doubt that I'll do it because it's become a habit now. It's something that I have to do. By the way, I'm walking up to 35 minutes now. I say up to. I mean, I am I am walking 35 minutes per time now. My new shoes have been amazing. They have their Asics. They just have a ton of support. They are 12 wide, and so they accommodate my big fat feet. And uh, all of the ligament and joint pain that I was having is gone. And it's allowed me to just blast through that 25 to 30 minute barrier. And I'm going to add another five minutes um, next week. So that's exciting, right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, just moving some things around, doing what I can do when I can, delaying some things, not procrastinating just making the informed decision. You know, these are things that I need to do today. What can I do right now? Even though I feel like crap, well, I can get in the shower. So that is an accomplishment still. And it's one of my, my life goals, um, that I am a man who is always clean. And so I got in there and, and since it's date night, I even shaved and I hate to say it, that is a chore for me. So I did it. I trimmed up my goatee. I got it looking nice. I keep it nice and short so that I can still have a goatee, but my wife likes it. She doesn't like it when it's too long. And so I can't blame her there when it, my beard hair grows like my head hair, except thicker, obviously. Um, in the, it doesn't grow long. It grows big. 
like a big old bush sticking out of the front of my chin. It's, it, it, so I, <laughs> I'm always proud of it because I'm a dumb guy, but my wife doesn't like it at all. So I put a one and a half guard on my trimmer and <laughs> this week had some high points. I shaved the dogs down this week. I don't know if I ever talk about that, but I do trim our dogs. I, I bought a table off Amazon for fairly cheap. I got a, uh, a real trimmer and I got different blades so I don't use guards or anything. It's just the blade lengths. And I looked on you know YouTube for the professionals for what they use. And we put the money in, even though it wasn't extremely cheap. But if you talk about taking your dog in to get them groomed, it's, I don't know, when we used to do it, it was at least $50 a dog. And I bet you now it's 75 to 80 a dog. So for the cost of one trip to the dog groomer, we have bought everything we need. I got scissors. I've got, you know, the trimmer. I've got the table. I I even bought myself an apron that the hair just wicks off. It's so great. But the thing is, I always need to do it before I shower because even though my dogs are hypoallergenic, even though they drop hairs instead of shed, they still have... (laughs) an essence about them. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just dust, you know, from their skin or whatever. But when I'm done shaving them down, I can feel them on me. Okay. It's, it's like being in a dusty old building, you know, and you walk around and you're looking around at stuff and maybe working in there a little bit. And then you leave and you could just feel the build, the building on you, you know, that's, that's what it feels like with them. So I have to do it for a shower. So it was a big deal. Get it done. I really worked hard. Usually what I do is what they call kennel cuts, where you just shave them down to bare bones. You leave, I do it with a 10. Or no, I'm sorry, a a, a 7. A 7 is, the lo- is a longer one. But then I do a 10 underneath them and on their face. And then I have a 40 for private areas and stuff like that. That, that is 40 is, is like skin close. I do this to help us save money and I don't do it to be artistic. But this time I really tried to make them cute because my wife's been looking at Shih Tzu's online and she's like, oh, they're so cute. And I'm like, yeah, and they have to groom them twice a day and maintain their lustrous coats and they have to give them medications and stuff and, and for, so their tears don't uh, weep, the weeping on their eyes. They have this black crap that comes out, you know. They have to bleach that every day. And I mean, you know, it's just not, it's not possible. But so I, what I try to do was give him a little bit of shape. And so Moffat has a little bit of a mustache going on that kind of leads back to his neck and Leia ha- and he has eyebrows too. They look, they look a little worried and it makes him look cute. It always makes him look like he's concerned about something. And then Leia, I just left some fluff around her mouth because she has a very pointy snout like a rat. And when they get fluffy, when they get big, it's not unattractive. It's just out of control. So I left a little bit around her head and kind of rounded off her face. Everybody thinks she looks really cute and everybody thinks Moffat looks really good. And that, that helps me. That helps me a lot because I don't do a whole lot of stuff that affects the whole family. I mean, at least I don't think I do. That one, um, everybody liked. And so I was very happy and feeling good about that. So yeah, still dealing with being tired, but accomplishing 
things as I can. I sent some of my stand-up comedy writing to Mrs. Kasparti. She is a lady that has been on our show, uh, that story show, and I went and saw her a few weeks ago at the board teachers tour. And she has offered to look at my stuff and give me feedback. And she did. She gave me some feedback. And she also said, there's this book you can get that will help you. And so I got the book. It's called The New Comedy Bible, The Ultimate Guide to Writing and Performing Stand-Up Comedy by Judy Carter. Apparently, uh, people like Seth Rogen, uh, Hannah Gadsby, some other people I don't know, went through this book and it helped them. Um, It's got... It's it's the book. It's like the Save the Cat book for screenwriting. It's the it's the comedy bible for writing comedy. So I immediately realized I needed a notebook and some pens. I didn't have any, so I got on Amazon and I got a couple zebra pens, which are my favorite, and I got a little notebook. It's a uh, a ripoff moleskin, but it's uh, Amazon Basics version. So I'm pretty happy about that. Should be coming today. The last thing that I have for today. I think is that my daughter needs a new laptop and she had bought this one from the school for like $25. And I told her, you know, let me just buy you a computer. She's like, no, no, this will be fine. This will work. It's, you know, been around for seven years. I'm like, yeah, that's two years past the life cycle of a, of a, a good laptop, much less, you know, anything less than that. So just the other day she emailed me, and says, I, I need a laptop. <laughs> you know, can we go halves on it? And so I started looking for ones that she wanted. She wanted a touch screen because she had a Surface. She wanted a touch screen. She wanted a pen because uh, she writes on it. She takes notes with it. And uh, I was like, okay, we'll do that. I looked online, you know, the HPs, the, the Dells and all this kind of stuff. But none of them have the detail that a Surface has. But I sent her a couple of them. I'm like, here's an $800 one. Here's a $600 one. And she's like, oh, those are too expensive. And she, at the time, she was saying they were too expensive because she was wanting to pay for half. But I said, I'm not going to let you pay for half. I'm going to do the whole thing. I told you, you know, I was going to do it. And I've got the podcast money set aside for stuff like this to spoil you guys and to help you to get through uh, your college and your career and stuff like that. That's what I've been doing this for. I went ahead and spent the money and got her another surface. And I went on Microsoft cause Microsoft supposedly has a student discount. So I went ahead and, you know, they have you build the computer. I just used all the defaults and I added the, the keyboard and, and the pen and all that. And it was, it was just this set amount of money. Let's say it was $1,500 for the whole thing. Well, that was with the discount. Okay. So I go to Amazon, I put the same thing together and go to check out. It's under 1200 for the whole thing. And so I went ahead and went with the Amazon option and it got here. Uh, here's, here's the annoying part. They said it'll be here, you know, in two days. And then they gave me a specific thing. They said, it's going to require a signature. It'll be there between 4:30 and 8:30. And so I came upstairs, put everything aside and sat in the living room from 4:30 to a past when my wife got home 
and it was almost eight, almost eight. And I'm complaining to my wife about how I've been hovering near the door, afraid to go to the bathroom, <laughs> afraid to miss the, the ship shipment. And then I get an email that says, ding, your stuff's been delivered. And I go out and it's sitting on the front porch, not behind the, the, the side, like we always want them to do. Uh, you know, just a, a computer, just an expensive computer, just sitting on the front porch. No signature required, all that stress and, and not getting things done all day for nothing. So, uh, you know, irritating. But thanks, Amazon. You know, couldn't live without you. So today is just a day of getting through it. Hopefully next time I will update you on what it's like to be off my Seroquel and um, trying to go to sleep. It has been nice sleeping. I'm going to tell you, I've been dreaming again. Like I get to where I, I'm sleeping. And according to my watch, I've been sleeping deeply and sleeping well. I haven't been getting up a hundred times. Uh, so we'll just see, see how it goes. Thursday, I made an appointment to see my doctor because I had a pretty major... I don't know, crisis of faith, <laughs> not, not with God or anything, but I was talking to my wife and I was just talking about how I've been drinking water, giving up soda. I've been working out. I've been eating better, you know, all this kind of stuff. I've been eating vegetables, kind of watching what I eat and all this, but there hasn't been any weight loss. And she says, Oh, well, you know, that's eating right. And exercising isn't enough. It's about calorie intake. And though I kind of knew that, you know, duh, it still struck me in a, in a negative way and it kind of deflated me. And I went through a couple of days where I didn't care. Now I still worked out, I still drank water, but I still drank a few more sodas than I would have. And when we went out to dinner that night, I got myself a Buffalo chicken sandwich and it was very good and very fried because I kind of lost my convictions for a little while there because I found out that the, the struggle was harder and, and there always seems to be one more thing you know there always seems to be one more thing and and I forgot about atomic habits I forgot about one percent changes I forgot about taking things slow but here's where I'm at with dieting because I've done it before you guys know if you followed me for long enough you know I've tried this several times I tried keto years ago I've uh, tried changing how I eat and all this. And all it leads to is me being starving to death. And now I, I know it's first world talk, but I, I, I live hungry and I lose weight. And so let's, let's take this to its logical conclusion. Let's say I hit goal weight and I've done it by not eating and I've done it by start just being hungry. I'll stop staying starving just by being very hungry all the time and ignoring that and ignoring that and ignoring that and, and borderline suffering because of it. Cause when you're hungry, it is a constant nagging thing. So I make goal weight and then what to maintain, I get to eat basically the same at the same level, but maybe just a little more, just a little, little more to maintain. And so I'm hungry still all the time. To me, that's not sustainable. To me, that's not a win. Well, it is a win, but it's, but it's, it's not something that I would do. And, and, and it's something that I can't do because I've tried. 
So I made an appointment with my doctor on Thursday, and I'm going to discuss with her the possibilities surrounding medical solutions for weight loss. Now, in my mind, that would mean just put a balloon in my stomach. And that way I'm full. You know, I'm eating less because that's the thing. I eat and then when I'm done, I'm done. I don't overeat. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to. I used to just gorge myself. And if I wasn't sick after I was, I wasn't happy. I would just eat and eat and shove as much food into me as possible. And that's what got me to this point. But with keto and with some of the lifestyle changes I've made, I have gotten to where I realize I'm going to get full eventually. Like I stop eating before I'm full. I, I slow down. I've changed the way I eat but I'm still not feeling that diet thing. So what I feel like would be a good way to help get me a jump start is put a little balloon in my stomach, help me just give me the crutch of not having to feel hungry and let me go with my new lifestyle, you know, drinking water, eating vegetables, eating healthier, working out. Just give me a little bit of a crutch to lean on where I don't have to feel hungry and let's just see what happens. So that's, that's Thursday. So I'll make sure to update you on that as well. I will say this, I'm going to be moving family updates and what I'm reading and watching to bonus content. I, I call it GOK plus. So if you want to support me on Patreon, that would be great and become a member. That would be awesome. Uh, and you'll get bonus content every single week. Uh, in addition to what you hear here, that would be that would be awesome. That's my call out. Um, this show has been brought to you by our supporting Patreon members with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, and Mike Jones. Support me and get show perks, including a GOK sticker, weekly bonus content, and all that at patreon.com slash GOK. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash GOK. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you just listening. But if you want to do a little extra, there's a little extra to be done. And it's over there at GOK. You help me to do awesome things for people that I interact with in my life and people that I love dearly, like my daughter, being able to afford a, a good laptop. And here's the last bit on the laptop. The reason why I'm getting an expensive laptop is because, first of all, it's what she was used to, even though she was using a used version. Secondly, that Joker lasted seven years, that one she was using at school. And she wasn't the only person to use that thing. She, she had it for the last three years of its life. And so I want to get her a laptop. I could spend 600 bucks and it's basically in a disposable laptop. I don't want to do that. I want to get her one that's going to last her through college minimum and into her career at maximum. And I think this is the one to do that with. Was it easy to spend the money? No, no, it still hurts. It's still $1,200, but it was a lot better than buying it on Microsoft. I still did my homework and it's a blessing to have the money for stuff like that when it comes up. So thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Email me, james at nlcast.com. If there's anything you'd ever like to ask me or address, or you just want to dump your story on me, that's what it's for. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.